Are we doing this? Really? Wait for it. Are we doing this? Wait for it. Pow! What the fuck? WTF. And it's also, eh, what the fuck? What's wrong with me? It's time for WTF. What the fuck? With Mark Marin. All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fucking ears? What the fuck, aphiliacs? What the fuck, adelics? Okay, that's it. I am Mark Marin. This is WTF. Thank you for tuning in. I, I don't know when you're listening to this, but I'm tired right now. I just got done shooting uh, for 13 hours. Not complaining. I I am living my dream. There's no doubt about that, but uh, I have never been through this before. And it was, it's, it's not even that it's that exhausting. It's just a lot of attention. It's not easy uh, to play me. Again, I don't want to come off as a, um, I'm complaining. I just want you to know where I'm at. I've been jacked on coffee and focus and lights, camera action since 7.30 this morning. Uh, couldn't be more excited. I'm very surprised, quite honestly, at how, how well I'm dealing with it. If there's any hope I can give you, uh, wherever you are in your life, but let's just say you're at that point in your life where you're so overwhelmed with anxiety and paralyzed with dread and self-doubt that no matter what opportunity you might get in your life, uh, you will fuck it up just out of complete fear that someday there's a good chance that will go away. I don't know when it happened for me. I do know that if this happened, whatever I'm doing now, even a few years ago, uh, I would have just been exhausting myself with deep, utter dread and panic. And I'm just staying focused and I'm trying to do the job. I'm looking at it as a job. You know, I had a lot of say in all these scripts and I had uh, a lot of say in uh, the locations, it's all very familiar to me. It's it's in my neighborhood, and uh, and I'm just trying not to be too self conscious and not to freak out. And it's not even requiring that much effort. And again, I'm not even bragging. I'm just telling you, I'm trying to figure it out in my own heart, in my own mind. Where the fuck did this go away? When did this happen? And I got to be honest with you, and I probably have said this before. But I am just too old to get all freaked out for the whole fucking day anymore. It's exhausting. And I don't know where I learned how to turn that switch off, but it is off. And I've got a certain amount of of sort of tunnel vision. I feel myself trying to uh, reserve my fuel resources. Like even in between takes and and when there's a lot of other shit going around, just sort of shutting down, going into some sort of a reptilian metabolism, literally closing my eyes and turning my heart rate lower and, and dropping my body temperature a little bit. I'm doing some sort of you know, turtle lizard snake thing uh, to keep my mind from spiraling into uh, chaos. And it's not that hard. I'm, I'm saying this to... Uh, to hopefully provide you with some hope if you are freaking out at every turn. If life is just a humming, vibrant frequency of panic, it can be turned down, man. You're you're peaking. Turn it down. Keep it in between the lines. Keep those zigzaggy things in between the lines. It has been very thrilling, though. Oh, before I forget... Uh, you know, fuck you to the guy that defaced the Rothko at the Tate Museum, Tate Gallery in uh, 
in Britain. Some dude just came out. I don't even have the story in front of me, but uh, I heard about it. Love Rothko, one of my favorite paintings. Will always enjoy standing in front of a Rothko and just getting lost. But some asshole decided he was going to mark it, you know, just fucking scrawl something on there, partially his name. I don't even know if they figured out what the hell it was. And this was his art. Well, I, I got something to say to people that think that defacing genius with their fucking scrawling stupidity, that's not art and that's been done. It's it, All it is, it's like, yeah, look at me, I can ruin something that is so far beyond anything I am capable of and I deserve attention for that. Fucking asshole. That's not rebellious, it's not anarchy, it's just disrespectful and petty and stupid and you might as well just scrawled i have no talent across it i have no talent and i'm uninspired and needy and angry that i can't even mine my own meaninglessness for something interesting that i have to shit on someone else's genius just to get the attention that will go nowhere this isn't dada this isn't situationist shit this isn't even interesting. It's cowardly. I'm in a trailer on set. Now I'm finding that, you know, depending on the trailer, trailer is just a, a furnished toilet. Uh, these ones are pretty good. Not as big. I had to take a couple, couple hits. I'm no prima donna. I didn't make big demands. I wanted the money to go into the show. Working with Danny Trejo for three days in a very unique role for him. Uh, just, I... I <laughs> I spent three days with Machete and we're shooting out here in Highland Park and this guy might as well have been the king of Highland Park. I mean, the Latinos in my neighborhood literally were coming out of windows, out of doorways. They were calling ahead. They were calling their friends up the street. They they love Danny Trejo. It was beautiful to see and he loves uh, the attention and it was really sweet. Really sweet. And it was funny because he said something that I'd never heard before. I'll tell you what that is because I think I'm going to start using the word because I think I'm guilty of it. He was reading a lot of lines. He's like, wow, man, there's a lot of lines here. There's more lines in this script than I've had in my last five movies combined. And he was talking about writers. He's like, you know, sometimes these writers, they just like to start profounding. Profounding. That is a Danny Trejoism that I'm going to have to use because God knows I'm guilty of it. Profounding. And that doesn't mean I'm being profound. It means I, I'm thinking I'm being profound. And I'm putting that out there. That is profounding. I don't, I don't think it's a good thing. Uh, the news on Boomer is still not good. And now the, the, the problem with, with me is that now that I've held this other stray cat responsible, and I know this other stray cat eats at like five different places, I'm not putting out food for him. Does that make me a bad person? I feel like Mary Tyler Moore and Ordinary People. Did I already say that? I don't know what to do. I just, I wanted to clear the palate of my yard in case Boomer is still staying away. And I know this guy uh, has other places to eat. That's how I'm handling it right now. I am keeping hope alive. That is what I'm doing. I'll let you know what happens with that. I'm deeply heartbroken. I just have to move on. I have a lot of things to do. Did I even mention who's on the show today? Jonah Ray, one of my favorite fellas. Can I say that? I, I think he's a good guy. He, he's a guy I hang out with. He's from Hawaii. And uh, he's on the Nerdist podcast. The very sweet 
and uh, funny and talented Jonah Ray. I have a hard time distinguishing between, you know, uh, honest, good, cynical, cultural criticism and just calling a guy a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just think it's really a tone thing. Yeah. Isn't it? It's weird uh, because of like uh, Twitter and podcasts, it's really uh, uh, defined who's friends with who. And now it feels at this time in comedy more than any other time that I've experienced is that you feel you have to be friends with everybody. And well, that, that's see, odd. now that's uh, I think that's uh, the ideology of the uh, of the brand you're involved with, and then I just <laughs> <laughs> you had already started. You already you couldn't even wait a minute. <laughs> Jonah Ray, who you know as a stand-up comic, first and foremost for me, and also uh, you know one of the sidecars on the Nerdist podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, you you hitch it to the right buggy and it goes a long way. <laughs> yeah, why not, man? Yeah, yeah. But no, the idea that you can't, because of the community now, has now become expanded into the internet world between Twitter and, and podcasts. Uh, I, I've always had a hard time with that. I mean, I learned that lesson with Adam Sandler, where it's like, hey, you're a big enough icon to where at some level you have to distance yourself from people not necessarily attacking you, but you know, uh, acknowledging that you're a cultural icon that they might have a problem with. Like, yeah. is it possible to say, like, look, I, I'm okay with Chris, but I don't like what he's doing. <laughs> oh know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I understand you know? that. Yeah, but but there's no way because we all know each other that when it comes right down to it, yeah, I can say that with some relative distance. But when I see Chris, he's going to be like, well, why do you? I don't understand why you had to. Well, it's know. also it's the idea that uh, can you be friends with someone that you have nothing in common with politically? You know, it's it's just best or or, or religiously. You know, right. I have friends that. Uh, at, you know, growing up, we were all pretty, what seemed pretty, you know, agnostic, atheistic. But then, you know, some of my friends continue to go towards Christianity and yeah. are now really involved in it. And do I, you know, I, I don't agree with it at all, but do I stop being friends with them because of the other things they're doing? Or do I just base our friendship off of the interpersonal relationship we have? Well, well, well are they, I think that's all based on the fact uh, is, is, is whether or not you see them and they're like, how you doing, Jonah? Have you found Jesus yet? Yeah. I mean, does that happen immediately or no. does it happen maybe an hour or two into the conversation? It seems like you could remain friends with them up until they start going, you know, you seem lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they they don't. I don't. I. I yeah, so what are you gonna do? You yeah, know exactly. I mean? I'll remain. I'll remain. Let them judge you and and just pray for you and and feel that pity that they have. You got. I, I heard you read a a, a letter. Uh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The latest, it's like, hey, I know you don't get this at all, but you're okay. You're going to be saved. Don't worry about it. I, something like that. I don't yeah, know if yeah. it was that. I don't think. It, I think I. Oh, I maybe had, I was just paraphrasing, Mark. No, no, no. I think I had to take some action. I think it yeah. was more like, you know, I can. Oh, you, you can. need a little. Yeah. You know, you can't. This is always uh, an option for you. Yeah. Jesus is always right there. Yeah. It's like Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> you just click your heels yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, snort some fairy dust. Yeah. You're going to be okay. Sure. Yeah, that fairy dust can go either way, though. You don't know what you're going to get when you snort fairy dust. How you got to be in the right headspace. And it's got to be good fairy dust. It's yeah, got to yeah. be really it's good fairy dust. It's got to be pure fairy dust. It's yeah. got to be chopped up of yeah. fairies. Yeah. 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 They can't, can't be wearing any synthetic wings. Yeah, and it can't be, you know, it's either, you know, that there's an issue now where it's like, is this crank or is it fairy dust? Because I don't want to crank. Yeah, and I hate it when I don't my fairy, I don't want my fairy dust uh, cut up uh, and diluted with baby laxatives. Yeah, you don't want to, fairy dust shouldn't make you fart, generally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I just shit my things. pants. This yeah. is amazing. Fairy most, dust. most of the time, like uh, that's the thing about cocaine. You uh, you snore cocaine, and the first thing that you feel is the need for more cocaine. Yeah. The second thing is I got to go take a dump. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That means it's cut with that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I said something to somebody recently. I said, "Oh, they asked me advice." I said, "Cocaine is stupid because there's just never enough." 
No matter how much you have, no matter what the situation is, at some point you can be like, oh, fuck, we got to get more. There's no more. That's the that's the biggest. That's the thing that people say, oh, this happens to you on Coke. This happens. It's like the biggest thing that happens is that you just want more. That's that's it. Yeah. And you're and you're just chasing this that first two lines. You're chasing that feeling of the first half hour for the next three days, depending on how committed you are and how much money you have. (laughs) I have I have a uh, I have a scientific fact for you. If you do cocaine enough times, you will end up in a bathroom with another guy talking about Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. That is a fact, and that's happened to me many times. And sometimes, most times, I'm the guy bringing it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because that's interesting. Did you know that dude? Did you know the guy you were t- hanging out with? No. Do you ever? Well, that's when you're thing. doing blowing a bathroom. Do no. you ever know the other guy? Right, but I, I think that it's that's a a, a, big, a strong testament to Tom Petty's uh, amazing uh, a talent. Listen, to put out wallflower or wildflowers, not wallflowers. Yeah. When, they, when you put out wildflowers that far into your career in yeah. 1994, and that had like three hits on right. it. Right. That's a it's a great but testament. The, but to it's like a common American bonder. Like you know, like yeah. if you're at a loss. You just throw Tom Petty into yeah. the mix, and you got conversation. Yeah, if there's a guy that's like, "Hey, what about those games last night?" You go, "Oh, uh, hey, how about some Tom Petty?" They uh, go, "Yeah, you know what I'm talking about." <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's when my you, way around talking about when, sports. When you feel too nerdy or too outside <laughs> of the uh, of the region of conversation with a person you don't know, fucking Tom Petty. Yeah, yeah. drop it. If they're white, yeah. talk about Tom Petty. Yeah, that I've done that uh, many times. I think I agree with you. I agree that you're going to be, end up talking about something for a long time that you might not have thought you had that much to say about. Well, that's a uh, Tim Kazarinski. Uh, wow, that's it. Really, he's coming in. What? Well, well, yeah, that's what I, I want to hear. This. Well, Tim Kazarinski has the the best quote about uh, cocaine use. Oh, was, I didn't know that. He was talking about uh, in the. Uh, back in the SNL days when everyone was doing coke, he says, I never really got into it because uh, the thing that cocaine does is it it gives you uh, diarrhea of the mouth but constipation of the brain, <laughs> which I think is like the perfect way to describe <laughs> cocaine. Yeah, who is it? Jimmy Tingle had a thing where it's like, you do it off a mirror so you can see what an asshole you are. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, that's... Uh... So uh, you had some comments about my new haircut, which is fine. I like your new haircut a lot. Yeah. I, it's been a while since I don't think it's that drastic as long as I keep the facial hair right no, people just, still know who I am yeah yeah you just you just brought it in. I mean I shaved and then I had some guy telling me uh, oh you you don't have facial hair right now I'm like yeah they're like well that's your thing yeah who are you yeah I mean I'm, who are you really yeah don't let my fucking thoughts yeah. and ideas uh, tell you who I am as a yeah. person please let it be my how are people month. gonna know that you're the same Jonah Ray that yeah. uh, they saw with the uh, with the goatee yeah well that I don't I wouldn't do a goatee well, no, what you do is so you did my thing. I, you told you your took my thing. thing. Yeah, not Zappa's thing. No, no, no Maris. This, this post Zappa, man. Yeah, Zappa's <laughs> behind us, man. Leon Redbone's behind us. General Custer. General Custer is behind us. <laughs> now it's the Marin. Yeah, this is yeah. what I'm doing. Like, that's the uh, weirdest thing about having these kind of things is like when I'd run into you, there'd be that moment like, just, yeah, we're yeah, both hey. doing this. Yeah, <laughs> no, you wouldn't even, you're like, you wouldn't say, yeah, we're both doing this. You would say, so you're doing that? <laughs> you're doing mine? That's me. That's mine. That's me. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't like I like having facial hair a lot, and I like throwing it out and having yeah. the, it's one of the you know perks of being a guy, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what happened? Uh, like I was doing a pilot for Comedy Central last year, and I had one of the more humiliating moments of my life where we were sitting outside a, of every day, or yes, yeah, okay. oh, every moment of every day. But this is like one of the when <laughs> when uh, when it's not only me making yeah. fun of myself. When right. it was It was just a whole room of like you know Comedy Central guys and people working on the show. And there was a conversation about how I was going to look and dress. And then the guy was like, well, I don't think we need a, we, we shouldn't do plaid shirts. And I was like, well, I, that's, that's all I wear <laughs> since high school. I don't feel well 
<laughs> I don't feel well when I'm not in. They're like, yeah, so we'll just do like a solid color shirt. Uh, should we do a t-shirt? I'm like, that's even farther. That shows my not boobs even more. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> it's a boob uh, issue? Well, yeah. So I have a weird beard body issue. Uh, but that's why I like... You know these like western yeah, no, shirts. I, I I'm on board with that. Yeah, the plaid and also the plaid on the pockets. If you notice, are tilted to even further confuse you from my man sure. boobs. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I didn't even realize it, but yeah, now yeah. I now I know yeah, now underneath you see there. It. Well, not, I, no, I don't see him. That's, yeah. that's good. Are you wearing a bra? No, no, it's a bro. <laughs> uh, or a man's ear, whatever that yeah. Seinfeld episode. Uh, but like, so they're like, get rid of the plaid shirt, and then um, and then they're like, oh, we got to change his glasses because I had kind of more old-timey looking glasses. Yeah, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, and yeah. they said, well, we can't have those glasses. Really? Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and then they're like, oh, he needs to shave, and he needs to get uh, a haircut to clean up his hair. Oh, this one looks like a Bill Hicks joke, and just put him in that dress and send him out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, like, and I'm getting really upset, and I'm saying yes to it all because, um, you know, I want the I want to make them they happy. They know better than what you've grown up with and grown to appreciate what makes you comfortable. It was just weird because it's all of a sudden like were they who were they even asking for at that point? And then that's when I got I felt really weird because I was like, well, then is that who I think I am? Yeah, am I just a fucking you know black jeans? Western shirt, facial hair, fuck. You yeah, know? maybe, maybe, maybe they're right. Maybe I need to hold to overhaul. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the worst. But I'm just, I'm a white guy, so I need to do things to like define you know. yourself. Yeah, you know? sure, sure. Or else you're just going to be like, uh, oh, it's another white guy. Yeah. When yeah. I when I was told in fourth grade that I needed glasses, yeah. I got excited. Me too. Yeah. I was like, great, that'll define me. Yeah, that's something. Yeah. And, and then when people tell me to, about you know getting LASIK, I no. go, no, a personality has developed around these. Yeah, things. I can't. Like, if I take my glasses off, you're, you're probably one of those people too. People are like, oh my god, put them back. Yes. Like, what's yeah. happening? Yeah, my Who eyes are, are you? far apart. They yeah, it does look, nothing works. Yeah, yeah Deanna, the face is wrong. Deanna, like, you know, she's starting to rock contacts. Your girlfriend. Yeah, my girlfriend, Deanna. Yeah. And, like, um, she looks great, I think, without glasses. She looks great either way, but she looks beautiful without her glasses. And then, but every time we go out and someone's like, Oh, I didn't recognize you. Yeah, and then it just she's like, oh, well, then fucking they're kind of they're kind of you know stepping lightly on who she is, like you know. Yeah. So you're uh, not with. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. happened? They does, see a girl. Deanna know about? Yeah. yeah. They see a girl with bangs and glasses, and they just assume she's with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All of them have been with you with him. Any <laughs> any bangs, any Betty Page and Erd look. <laughs> so they told you you got your hair because you went to that place I went to. Yeah, and then I uh, I I need a, a close shave, and the one time they made me do it. Uh, oh, so it was just a shave, it wasn't a haircut. It was a haircut. I'd already gotten the haircut at Sweeney Todd. Yeah, but the day of the yeah. t- pilot taping, I need to shave, and I've I've never shaved with a straight razor in my life. Now, who would you mean personally? No one does. You hire someone to no, do that. You even don't... even just a normal like bick. I never did it. What I always use head clippers. Oh, that's the way to go. It yeah, doesn't yeah. fuck your skin up. I have a, I have a doughy face, and yeah. I like to keep a bit of facial hair on it to like yeah. you know convince people I might have a jawline. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, this is all an illusion. You have boobs and no jawline. Yeah, that, exactly. Right. I am just a mass of flesh, of white doughy flesh. <laughs> I've been describing my body lately as of a. Uh, I look like a heroin junkie that's really into pizza. Just like <laughs> just heroin and pizza. Yeah, that's, that's all. all yeah, if yeah. he's not nodding off, he's yeah. having a tasty yeah. slice. <laughs> Just needles and pepperoni. That's yeah. it. Recently at a show, I, I, I mentioned the, the one time I smoked heroin and it fucking like everyone just shut climbed. down on yeah, you. Yeah. I was like, what? Isn't that weird? It is weird. Like and there's that line because, you know, I brought that up too. And that's there's just this line where it's like, nope, we don't have that experience. Yeah. Who the hell does that? Yeah. And like I was kind of hoping it was going to be like, can you believe I did such yeah. a thing? And now they're like, oh. 
It's it's weird how stigmatized that is. It's like, no, yeah. I'm not a junkie. I didn't shoot it. I did it once, yeah. and I smoked <laughs> it like people smoke hash. Yeah, exactly. Or like pot. Yeah, it was really, and you know, it was hard to bring people because like, you, you can talk about is? weed. You think that's it? Just scares people. It's a like stigma. What, it's it's it what it means. You yeah, know, that's the that's the last stop on the drug train. Really, you know, is uh, for a lot of people because you know everything else you can smoke you can still smoke cocaine if you wanted to you could still smoke you could smoke crack you know you can smoke meth you can smoke heroin though yeah people but the thing it. is but most people know heroin as, as a needle the, thing the, and that's that's a lot of effort well, they don't know that black tar bullshit that you get in these anyway <laughs> that, that black tar heroin looks just like hash yeah doesn't look any different you every time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You oh, get this wet. is gonna be good why am i throwing up and scratching my face <laughs> this is What's great happening? Yeah. Oh, what was your experience with it uh i fell asleep pretty quickly yeah that was you know, me yeah. too like i i vomited a lot and then i, I fell asleep yeah and it, i felt shitty it was uh you gotta learn how to ride it i guess it was, i'm glad it was never my thing it's also it's a everyone says it's after the vomit was when it gets good but yeah. anything feels great after you've yeah, yeah, up, yeah you know? you've achieved something yeah it's out of me i'm good yeah so how does this uh tie into uh your haircut oh so i go to this place this sweeney Todd's yeah, place which i enjoy you enjoyed it I got this fucking dude yeah. who is just, he, I'm sure his nickname is Doofus. It's mm. like, he's just, he's dim. Yeah. He's like the character dim from Clockwork Orange. I think I saw that guy there. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he comes in late. He smells of booze. Yeah. And then like the, when I know he's coming in and then there's like the other guy that's working there kind of goes the, hey man, we, yeah. we open at uh, nine. nine. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, oh no, I'm sorry, man. Hey, last night was crazy. He's yeah. like, oh, just please get to work. Yeah, there's yeah. like people waiting. Yeah. And then like he's getting, he's like, hey, man, can I borrow your stuff? The guy didn't even bring his fucking, you're supposed to bring your own scissors and, and razors. And razors. Yeah. The guy didn't bring anything. Oh, and Andy's hung over. And he's oh, hung over. And, and he can smell that booze yeah. saturated lung. And he's thing, giving man. flyers for his shitty rockabilly band. I, I know the guy. The <laughs> yeah. guy was there. And he, he was talking his ass off yeah. when I was in there. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just an idiot. He's just yeah. an idiot. And then this is the guy that's going to have a fucking straight razor near my throat. Oh. And uh, he's like, you know, I see his handshake. He's like, man, what a crazy night. I didn't get much sleep. I was like, then don't, don't, not my <laughs> We me. don't have to do this. Yeah. We I'll can, wait for the other guy. I'll wait for the nice, clean cut <laughs> gentleman. And he, uh, and then like, he's just going on. And then like, he asked the guy, he's like, oh, I can't borrow something. He's like, you got to bring your own man. So like, no, it's okay. You, but can I, can you front me some money so no. I can buy a new one? I found a really good set down in Long Beach. Are you and, serious? Yeah. The guy was just a fucking fuck oh my, up. How, and how, so, and then he, I, get, I get the shave, and it's so painful. Oh. It's so fucking painful. Did he draw blood? He drew some blood. Oh. And the amount of makeup they had to put on me at the shoot later on because of just how my face broke out and it was all red. Oh, no. Yeah. But that's also because he didn't shave. You can't put it all on him. Hey, but here's the thing. A week before, uh, there was a, you know, the Bic style shave happened to me. Yeah, uh, it was okay. It was done by Jordan Vogt Roberts, the guy who was directing the pilot. Yeah. The directs the master he stuff shaved too. your face for he you? He shaved my face for me because he's like, he's like, you've never done it here. I'll do it real quick. And he did you, a fucking better job than this professional you, idiot. You never, you never, but what'd they do to your neck? You said they fucked up your neck? Yeah, he just would, she was shaving and it just like, it's Scrape just the skin scraping up? the skin out. And I thought, I was like, maybe you should use some more moisturizer. I don't know what to say yeah. to tell him what well, to that's do. Well, the, that's the most awkward thing about that thing. It's like, this guy's a professional, right? And then you're starting to realize like, he's in charge of my head. Yes. He's got blades. And there's yeah. he's in charge of my head right now. I could be a lesson to yeah. someone else there to not say anything. I had one of those shaves. Like I, I'll get those shaves a lot because I I don't shave either. Like I shave with a beard thing yeah. uh, as well now. But like if I'm in a town that has those kind of barbers, I'll go. 
because I like the experience of it. I don't. Uh, no, I do if they mm. do a good job. But I did it once in Astoria. This Greek guy, Joe's uh, Barbershop in Astoria. I'm like, ah, oh, he does shaves. I'll get a shave. Motherfucker, man. He like nicked me once and he's bleeding. I said, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> it happens. And he puts some of that chalk on there, that yeah. uh, whatever it is, a salt. And then like, boom, he hits me again. I'm like, oh, it's not my day. I'm like, yeah, it's my face. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, not look. my day. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I had three fucking major nicks, straight razor <laughs> nicks. I'm like, this was not a good experience. And there's nothing they can do. It's like, what are you going to be like? Do I? Th-? He didn't. He actually didn't charge me, which I thought was noble. No, that's good. Yeah, but still, it's like, well, maybe you shouldn't work today. You yeah, yeah. You got your shit together. Exactly. It's like they need a chart on the wall. Like it's like the let the each nick is at like about fifty cents. Right, off right, the, right, you know, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And three if, nicks if and we can't done. stop the bleeding, we'll give you. <laughs> Appreciate. <laughs> Free neck rub. Get a, a poultice. I yeah. think they're called. You know. Wait. So now the thing I need to talk. There's a couple things I need to talk to you about. I'm going to Hawaii, and uh, I know you grew up there. I was born and raised in Hawaii on Oahu. Yeah, but uh, so is there is there island uh, loyalty? I mean, is there like you know fuck Honolulu? No, I mean yeah, <laughs> like most of the other islands don't like. Uh, the other Oahu, islands? just because Oahu is like the city, you know. It's, oh, it's, it is. That's where not... Honolulu is. That's where Waikiki is. It's, you know... Oh, Hawaii is the island that Honolulu is on, right? No, no, oh, no, no. Oahu is, is the big island. Is the main island. Oh, the so big, that's the island, big island. The big island is uh, Hawaii. So where's Honolulu? On Oahu. Oh, so you grew up in the big island. The main island. The main island. It's like the capital. Okay, but the big island is not the main island. The big island is actually like one of the most sparse islands in the chain. Really? Why yeah. is that? It's just huge. It's huge. It's and, like Australia. Uh, I've never been to Australia, it's not but that huge. Australia is like the size of the United States almost. Really? Yeah, seems bigger. Really? No, 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 then the United big. States maybe it is a little bit. I mean, yeah. this is uh, you know we could find out the answer to this. There is an answer <laughs> to this. Stop we down. don't need to speculate. Yeah, yeah. Let's just no, say no, we don't no. know really, but it's yeah. really big. This but is, the, that's just what sucks about iPhones is that it ruins every bar argument about who was yeah, in what yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, one day we're gonna find that out, man. Yeah. Who does it? Oh, Pete Holmes does. Oh, the Pete big, Holmes does that joke. The yeah. Big bit about Tom Petty. Isn't yeah. it about Tom? Is Petty? it about Tom Petty? I think it's about Tom Petty. Oh man. Oh, he'll be happy that we referenced him. He will cackle at at the fact that we even mentioned. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot of that. He makes yeah. a lot of weird noises. Um, no, I like Pete Holmes, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to put that on the record again. I don't know how many times <laughs> i got to fucking say it. Maybe it's because of the way I say it. Like, no, I, yeah. it, it's always like a... It's it's a qualifier when I yeah. say I like Pete Holmes. Like, I'll tell you this I'll about, say something about yeah, him. Go, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I like him. I like yeah. him. I think that's the only way you could ever give a compliment, Mark. <laughs> no, that's not true. Yeah, I, I like uh, you. I don't say that. And, uh, I, you're one of the guys I like. That's true. We I got, got, we, yeah, we have all gotten along. We've always gotten along pretty well. Even yeah. back at uh, Zach's uh, barbecue when we were sure. shooting uh, Morning Glories at people. Well, yeah, yeah. That well, was a good time. Passed out on it was the floor, me, yeah. you, and Schwartzen and his weird friend. Yeah, I think Neil Mahoney was there too. Yeah, Neil Mahoney. But who was Schwartzen's friend? That little portly guy that was used to hang around a lot. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. He was a comedian, yeah, wasn't he? Name with an X in it or something like that. I don't know, but he was. Yeah, he was a good guy. And we were just shooting yeah. Roman candles at everybody. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. That was a blast. That was a fun party. That was a fun party. Yeah. That was when Hardwick was sweaty and fat and drunk. Like I think <laughs> he was that was taking the night- a nap. Yeah, yeah. He, Hardwick actually crashed on the couch. No one knows that Hardwick. That Hardwick has been erased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He calls. He refers to that as Peter Hardwick. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's just like he's like, oh, that's my brother. Don't yeah, worry, don't worry about that guy. Yeah. But uh, um, Hawaii, though, like I've yeah. been to Kauai. This will be my third time. Yeah. It's beautiful. And the Garden it, Isle. Yeah, I like it because, you know, if you get a good situation, the, the only problem with it is, is like, you're going to end up at the same restaurant. You're, it's very small. It's tiny. Have yeah. they fucked it up a lot in the last maybe five or you six You know, years? I haven't gone. The last time I was there was the summer of, or spring break 99 or 98 when um, I was, me and my friends were in bands and we uh, flew over there to play a couple shows. Really? For yeah. who? At a uh, resort? For, for other, no, just for other like uh, punk kids in Kauai. You know, there was like 
20 people showed up, but they it was like a big deal. But on the north, did you were up in the north rim or the north part? Or we were kind of on the, uh, the, the outskirts of uh, Princeville, just kind of, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, you know, but I don't know what it's like to grow up in Hawaii. I know that, um, like, you showed up at a barbecue I had with some Hawaiian food. Now, this yeah. is not uh, healthy food in any way. No, no, it's not. It's actually quite, it's it's some of the worst food. So what? You, so you grew up in, in, not in Honolulu. You lived in Honolulu? No, I did before I left, but I, uh, I was born in... It's like I was born in a place called Kaimuki, which is outside of Honolulu, uh, and then I uh, then I grew up in Kailua, which is like the suburban windward side. But are you? Would you call yourself a Hawaiian? I, I I do I do just because you know I'm I'm half Portuguese. My real last name is Rodrigues. No. Yeah, my name is Jonah Ray Rodrigues. Uh, but they didn't even put the S on the end. No, but that's the thing about the Portuguese version of it is it's, it's Rodrigues and there's Gomes, not Gomez. There's Lopes, not Lopez. Oh, so it's just without a Z, it's with an S. Yeah, with an S. Okay, G U E S. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I, I got rid of it just because it became a a, a whole to do when signing up for open mics. But uh, yeah, so I'm I'm half Portuguese. My dad's full Portuguese. Been there. Since the early 1800s, like uh, in like Hawaii, in Hawaii, and so that whole side of the family. Is so he the... was one of the people that was left with the chickens and the pigs. Uh, <laughs> no, they were, they came over. There was a, the Portuguese was one of the first wave of immigrants. No, I know, but that's why you have those goddamn cock, those goddamn roosters, roosters everywhere. Yeah, the roosters and the wild yeah. pigs. Yeah, yeah. So you got wild pigs. The roosters, roosters came from Portugal, and your father's family. Yeah, uh, they, the they immigrants have... from oh. the Azores. Yeah. So he didn't get back on the boat, or he, they no, he no, he went there was, on purpose. He was that my great, 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 uh, you know, relatives were the ones that came over to work. No, on I get the, that, but like, yeah. did they come to what to to do what to work on the sugar cane plantations? Oh, so they were immigrant workers in a way. Yes, so and they no, were they were exactly the, immigrant workers. So they were working for the king or what have you. Uh, no, at the time it was the uh, outside American interest of uh, uh, that came to grow uh, sugar cane to exploit the land. And try and piss off the natives. Uh, yeah, the natives have already been kind of starting to get pissed off from the, you know, uh, from the Christians that were right. coming in and stuff like that. It's right. a, there's a really amazing book about everything that happened by Sarah Vowell called Unfamiliar. I know. Fishes. I talked to her about that. Yeah. You liked it? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. It made me, you know, it it's uh, it makes you ashamed and proud and everything because it's you know it's not it's not all anyone's fault. It's everybody's fault for just being an idiot. But but you actually come from uh, in in some sense. I, I'm not comparing like the 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 indigenous people have their own issue, but I mean you came from people who were also Immigrants. suppressed. Yeah, well, uh, you know the people came oppressed. The, the Azorian Portuguese people came over, and you know, and there was a there was like Chinese people and Filipinos, and you know, Samoans later on, uh, you know, Japanese, and right. It's uh like so basically my dad and is a local he's just a local guy and that's the the, the culture of hawaii you're just local yeah and you talk to anybody it's like oh what are you it's a, that's a big question you're either what a tourist you? or you're local well no it's like even like if you're a local it's like it's more about what are you oh i'm, I'm a half portuguese a quarter german a quarter japanese or oh, i'm japanese chinese a filipino and haole and like you never say white you say haole 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 what's that uh, basically it means uh, the technical technically it means tourist yeah or visitor uh but it what are the come. indigenous people called there's the Hawaiians. Oh. But there's not really any... There's no tribe or, or they're not some type of... No, they're just Hawaiians. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was different tribes on the scattered about the islands, but right. uh, a bloodthirsty uh, warlord by the name of King Kamehameha yeah. uh, did his Consolidated? Best. Yes, he consolidated <laughs> is the delightful way of saying it, or just pushing guys off of cliffs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but, you know, now he's a hero and he's, yeah. he, we got lots of highways named after him. Oh, really? Schools, yeah. That happens with those people. Yeah. Have yeah. you driven on the Idi Amin Highway here in Los Angeles? Yeah. <laughs> 
but like, yeah, the so Hitler like, Expressway. And I, uh, I grew up a very, very Portuguese family, um, you know, and like felt like a local kid. But like, you know, my brother, he looks local too, you know, like a local guy. Uh, I, my mom is from, you know, Chico or Orland, California. How'd so, that happen? Uh, her dad uh, ran his own little furniture shop out there in Orland and uh, it closed down. And then he got offered a job from Sears to head up their furniture department at the Ala Moana Hotel. Uh, God, this is such a, uh, what do you call it, uh, sort of uh, humble beginnings for everybody, for the, the family line going back to uh, Portugal and then from the, you know, from a furniture store in Chico or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, and Sears. I mean, what's Sears. more American yeah. than Sears? Yeah, he came and he, he ran the furniture department there for a while. That's your grandpa? Yeah, yeah, my mom's dad. Did you go over to Sears and sit in the couches? Uh, no, he was done by the time I was born. Retired? Yeah, he had, uh, done, he had, done. He had moved back. To, he he oh. moved to Santa Cruz. Oh, he did? Yeah. He likes the beach. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so yeah, I like I spent like a lot of trips home, uh, a yeah. lot of trips to California, where to Santa Cruz when I was growing up. Oh, I love that place, hippie vampire land. Yeah, uh, Lost Boys, man. Yeah, that's the fucking best movie. Uh, yeah, I love that movie. I haven't watched it in a long time, but boy, did I like that movie. Yeah, like, it, it, it fucked my head up about Santa Cruz forever because like when you visit Santa Cruz with that movie in your head, you're like, I could see it. It's definitely yeah. There, it's there. There's a weird thing. There's, there. there's a witchy hippie thing. And it's just the, the fact that there's like cliffs that you don't know what's really. Around but there's them. also like that kind of like weird. Kind of like you know, rich hippie, you People know, but, strange. Yeah, when there's a lot strange. of that. Yeah, you know, the, you walk down the main drag, and I know that the University of California, is, uh, Santa Cruz is yeah. there, and Jesse Thorne went there. Which you know, the, the the comparison between Jesse Thorne and what I know is it could be more. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, the, the guys we know from Santa Cruz are, are Jesse not, Thorne and Jordan Morris. Yeah, you know? yeah, and this, that's it. And then the rest yeah. is like, but you definitely yeah. get that weird hippie vibe there. Yeah, no, it's a total, it's a total hippie vibe. There used uh, to be a gig there when I lived in San Francisco. Called, really? Yeah, at the Crow's Nest. Oh which, yeah. Yeah, I, I I saw a show there once. I saw uh, uh, I think a Good Riddance, a punk band play there. Yeah, it was like this. Hor- it wasn't horrible, but it was definitely island people, or yeah. not island people, but Santa Cruz people, which it's are kind of like Alan. Pocket. It's a little pocket, and they yeah. don't ever leave. You know, right? So you got that weird kind of familiarity. Yeah. That that's. Uh, did you get that sense though, growing up in Hawaii? Because island people are specific, but usually in my mind, it's like the Vineyard and Nantucket. Like, there's definitely a, a quality to island people where it's like they're there and they're not coming inland. Yeah, you know, for any real reason. Yeah, I mean, I knew I knew kids growing up that never even left the island. Like that. Never, but so they, big. Did you get that sense? Because whenever I'm there, like, there's a moment that I have always where I'm like, God damn it, we could all just be in a tidal wave. It's over. These yeah. islands could just go away. Yeah, there was a you know there was a couple of those uh, panics. Like yeah, a, like <laughs> the first know, acid trips. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, there was no, there was, you know, anytime there was a, a earthquake in Japan, it was, uh, all right, let's be ready to drive up the hill, the mountain. <laughs> we got to go up to the volcano. Yeah, I lived like, uh, we lived near, right next to the beach. So you did? Yeah. Yeah. Did you surf and shit? Uh, yeah. I boogie boarded. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. never had the best balance of standing on a surfboard. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, yeah, I boogie board. I kayaked. Yeah. Yeah. So was, tell me about this fucking diet though. Give me the oh. staples. Cause I, I forget what they are. Well, it's all based off of the, the idea of plate lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what they call it. And it, it's what came up, uh, came about in the um the sugarcane plantations and the pineapple fields and stuff like that it's just all these different guys that would just essentially swap food with each other so right. there would be the japanese guy with rice yeah. and chicken katsu and then there would be a filipino guy with like chicken adobo and then there would be like a, a hawaiian guy that had a you know um Kalua pork and cabbage, you yeah. know, and then it was uh, everyone would switch. And where know. does poi come into this? Oh, uh, poi! I hate fucking poi so much. I don't, I don't, I know, I you know, I don't want to be hacky and talking about it, but uh, you know, you go there, you want to taste it, and it's this weird purplish gelatinous stuff. Yeah, it's just mashed up root. 
Yeah. It's terrible. Really. You don't like it? Up. No, I hate it. I remember uh, my cousins were way into it and they would always be like, you just got to put some sugar in it. I remember putting so much sugar in it that it turned like yellow <laughs> and I was like, still no, still no. <laughs> no go. No go. No yeah. go on the poi. Yeah. but, but uh, that, So that's where it comes from, this kind of mix in mac and cheese. Where does that come from? Oh, you mean mac salad? I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's macaroni salad. I just, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's just from the white people that came over and just put They ruined in. everything. It yeah. was all pretty exotic until mac salad was introduced. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. The basis of all just blandness. And what about the those rolls you got the oh manapua yeah yeah uh no 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 i brought malasadas which is a it's basically a portuguese donut okay and that's hawaiian too yeah i mean yeah there's you know in in hawaii fat tuesday is called a malasada day oh really yeah so you just eat those yeah my my, my, you know my family was very very like portuguese so we would like my grandmother would make tons and tons of uh, malasadas and stuff like that what else is there oh there's that great uh pokey Pokey is great. The you know, best. fresh and easy, you can get pokey. No, I know, and I've had it there. It's okay. It's okay. I'll do. It'll do. You know? I had pokey. Like pokey is everywhere. Those fucking uh, uh, those. What are they? Ahi tunas or bluefin yeah. tunas? Yeah, it's they ahi. must be like pigeon out there. Like they're just like <laughs> it's like there's no shortage of that shit. Ah, it's great. I went yeah. to a place, a restaurant there. And I'd like to go back to it. That did a pokey, but they kind of quick seared it like they took the pokey quick seared it and then put it put it in the sauce yeah i don't i don't i don't like that so much you, you like know, the raw I, I like it i like it raw a yeah. raw pokey yeah i'm, like, I'm a, like old dirty bastard i like it raw. yeah but that's like uh that's a specifically hawaiian thing right pokey uh i believe so yeah yeah i like it yeah, yeah. so you played in punk bands yeah in hawaii was, me and my friend donald got in like way into punk and hardcore and straight edge and met other guys that were similar but yeah. it was like 10 guys or uh, and the whole scene. Think... The whole scene was it was a good scene, but the thing is, um... but is there like some undiscovered, like you know, uh, Hawaiian punk, nineteen eighty four through ninety two? Is there there's a, a book to be written? There's or a, uh, a CD to be made? A little bit. I mean, just like any scene, it, it's it has its own characters and its own, you know, and uh, it's yeah. There is a there is a pretty good indie music history there. Uh, two guys that went to my high school way before I was over there actually went moved to Austin and were started. Uh, and you will know us by the Trail of Dead. Oh yeah, yeah, and they're from my high school, Kalaheo High School. What's the general consensus on uh, on is? I mean, I brought is. Yeah, brought uh, is. Uh, here's a here's a fun uh, here's a fun story. Uh, one time, me and my friends were hanging out. It was the day after Brada Is died. Israel Kamakavika Ole is a very popular Hawaiian uh, musician. Somewhere of the Rainbow, baby. Yeah, he did yeah. the Somewhere of the Rainbow from the Meet Joe Black soundtrack. That was his claim to fame. But he had been got huge bigger. in Hawaii. Yeah, but it wasn't a big. Be- oh, is that where it got introduced in modern times? Like, wasn't he already dead before it became this international yeah. hit? Yeah, yeah, he was. And uh, isn't there some weird backstory to it? Because my my buddy Jack was writing an article on him. Like, he came in in the middle of the night and laid one track. Oh, you know? uh, I don't know. Yeah, but like he did it for his friend Gavin, which he's like that's like the track starts with. Okay, this one's for Gavin, you know. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's a he's a. I remember uh, uh, we were at school and someone's. I had heard a joke and I just was repeating it. Like someone's like, you hear about Brada is, you know, it's just it's what you call someone like uh, it's like Brada Mark, you know, yeah. that's just the way you say it. He was like, hey, you hear about Brada is? And I go more like Brada was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bam. And then just fucking huge fingers tapping me on the shoulder. Turn around, here's Simone guy, very upset with what I just said. Really? Yeah. That was and that was your first stand up routine. That was the first. Yeah, that was the <laughs> that first. Was joke. Like, I can piss people. It's off. funny too because just last night I uh, I uh, made fun of someone dying and it sucked the air out of the room. Who? Which? Who? I said uh, I, I I really miss this guy. So if you don't mind, can we uh, can we hold a junior séance for who? <laughs> junior séau. I don't know who that is. Junior say I was a football player that just uh, committed suicide. It's a little soon, I guess. It is a little soon, but and it's... I would have missed it because I don't know who the hell that is. Why yeah. did he commit suicide? Um, they say it's just he it was a football player, so they're saying that uh, uh, concussions led him to be Depression. depressed. He shot himself in the chest, as so that uh, scientists can research his brain. That's Elliot Smith style. Oh, he left that on the note. The, another guy from the same team did the same thing. 
shot himself in the chest. Yeah, with the intent of like, you know, like they're fu- like you know, we're this we're they're, they're fucking us. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Figure out why. Mm-hmm. I don't want to live anymore. Here's my head. Yes, exactly. All right. So the day after brother is died, that was the story that you <laughs> that the joke. That was the that was the joke. Yeah, brother was. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I was. Uh, but the the Hawaiian punk scene is is great, and you know it it. What are they mad about? The beaches. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. You start getting into punk music, and yeah. all of a sudden, Hawaii becomes your fucking prison. prison. Yeah. You know, everyone's always like, "Oh, that must have been great." I said, "Well, you remember? Remember that small town you grew up in? Yeah. Now imagine that's in the middle of the fucking ocean, yeah. and you can't get to the next town. <laughs> you know, that's essentially what Hawaii is. And it's, stranded suburbia. Yeah, suburbia. You're exactly. Like you're, a lot of people feel stranded in suburbia, but you're actually stranded, stranded in suburbia. suburbia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you know, the most interesting thing we could do was like go see a uh, show in like the North Shore. Yeah. But that's that's thirty minute drive. We'll <laughs> never make it. You know. Uh, I, I but the, the 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 punk scene is pretty much what you know made it like bearable to live there you know and it made high school bearable because yeah, like, yeah, yeah. all of a sudden high school you could give a shit about yeah yeah it yeah. didn't matter i was like i was popular in the punk scene because i was like in bands that did okay what'd you play i played the drums yeah 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 can you play drums yeah i, I was i was pretty good in, yeah in my heyday yeah. you still play drums i uh i don't have a drum set. i sold my well, i was really broke a while back and i had to sell my kit yeah. and it was like a big bummer and i you Why know you get a new kit yeah i can't i get i can now because i have that back garage thing yeah, yeah my, you i got love, a nice place you got that back garage you got a possum yeah the big possum still around i haven't seen it in a while yeah they disappear and then you get a bunch of little ones around yeah i'm sure when summer kicks back in yeah we got them out here so how did you uh get out of hawaii i mean what was that like um it's scary man i mean like i got to fly out there like i i'd rather there's i have this weird thing about flying where I think I talked about it with Wayne Coyne, actually. I, it, you know, I feel safer when I'm flying over land. Yeah, like yes. there's something about crashing on land. It's like at least they'll find some part of me. Yeah, but yeah, the yeah. idea of crashing between here and Hawaii into the fucking ocean is just like, ugh, it's just down there. It's nothingness forever. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I can't even process yeah, yeah. when if, when you're flying well, it's over. The, it's the thought that if you survive a crash on you, if you happen to. You're not that far off from getting rescued, right? You know? If you're in the ocean, if you happen to survive that, yeah. if you're in the ocean, yeah, uh, you got to swim. Yeah, yeah. You Just find, find that big plastic on. island. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, that big plastic floating island. Oh God, you got to yeah. be near that ladder that turns into a boat. <laughs> <laughs> you situate yeah. yourself. Yeah, exactly. Oh, now I'm thinking about that. I, I'll uh, get open over. water like that movie. Open water really fucked me up. Oh, which one was that? Uh, As the two people that go scuba diving off this boat in the middle of the water, and then the boat thinks they're back in the boat, so they leave, and then the two people come up uh, to the surface, and the boat's gone, and then they- Oh, this is like a horror movie, right? Yeah, yeah, it was a good horror movie. It was not not too long ago. And what happens to them? They just die. They get eaten by sharks. They do? Yeah. Spoiler alert. Oh, fuck. (laughs) That's horrendous. Yeah, yeah. I saw- I remember uh, one time I was walking on the beach uh, when I was a kid, and I saw a group of people standing around, and I walked up, and they were all looking- it was just a shark that had beached itself, and that was right when the officials were there to cut it open to make sure it was uh, a certain shark they were looking for. Cut it open, and fucking flap, a hand comes out. Get out! Yeah, and it was the hand- the arm and hand of a tourist that got uh, eaten off the coast of Maui while snorkeling. No. Yeah. So that why do you, what, the, the the he must have been awful if the it killed the shark. 
<laughs> I mean, wait, so they were actually looking for yeah, yeah. a particular shark? Yeah, they kind of try and, like, you know, because that means if the shark really just eats you, I mean, like, they got to keep a lookout for it. Because it, if it, sharks don't necessarily like the taste of humans. Yeah. Uh, but if they finish the job, then maybe it's, that shark is kind of fucked up. And yeah, maybe should he's, be, got, yeah. he's acquired a taste yes, for humans. exactly. So that happened a lot in Hawaii? Like, there would be sharks around? No, not a lot, but you'd see sharks. You'd what about some... the whales, man? Am I going to see whales? I tried to see whales the last time I was there. Cause there I used to see whales, yeah. There's a certain time of year where they hang out and yeah. relax. I used to see whales on the way to school sometimes. Really? Yeah, just Big off the whales? coast. Yeah. Really? Yeah, do you see them breaching off? Or... I think the humpback whale goes down there for vacation. Yeah, Is yeah. that true? Yeah, blue whale. Blue whale? Yeah. Blue ones? Yeah. The big ones? Yeah. They hang out in Hawaii? Yeah. How many of there are left? I don't know. <laughs> but that's like the biggest yeah. one. Maybe you should talk to your- uh, the, 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 the <laughs> Professor Google? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Now I realize why you're having me on the show. I'm asking you uh, math questions. Hey, 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 I'm going on a trip to Hawaii. I should yeah. have Jonah Ray on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so how'd you leave Hawaii? What the fuck happened? I uh, graduated from high school, and then I like stayed out in California. Uh, uh, me and my my band went on tour. What, what was the band called? We were called Quarterhead, um, and it was like all the guys I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my friend Donald and yeah. like, a bunch of us, and we uh, came out, and we just went up and down the coast. Yeah. And played with a lot of really good bands. And you're and, like, I'm not going back to Hawaii. Uh, I, then, But then I, I kind of like, I just started uh, drinking later that summer and was like, oh, wow, this is like really good. I was straight edge up until yeah. that point. And I went back to Hawaii. Straight edge, so you were like committed. That was part of your thing. It was It was a neat, well, here's the thing. Like growing up, you know, my dad like smoked pot and did drugs. My mom, like everyone in my family smoked pot and drank. And Really? Yeah. And, with the kids? Yeah, like you know, my brother, my cousins, they all did it with them, and like I, and you know, when you're growing up, and then you get into punk, it's like you need to rebel against something. And they were so permissive. That you yeah, were... that I was like, well, then I'm not. That's <laughs> dumb. No, I'm not. Not me. Not this kid. Yeah. And then you know, and then I just dove into a life of virginity. Yeah. Uh, so that's weird. So you grew up with. Uh, you wouldn't say they were alcoholics or drug addicts. They were just sort of recreate. It was just they were just Hawaiian, or is that part of the Hawaiian it's, yeah, culture? It's very or... much part of the culture. Just we just hang pot. out. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I even just call my parents nowadays. Just like uh, how's it going guys I'm like oh we're just walking down to the beach and uh, i was just like oh fucking do something <laughs> it's like uh you know my brother uh i told him to come out to la and uh he's living in my back house or like in the back room he's here now yeah and like uh how old is he younger older he's older he's like three years older than what me. does he do nothing <laughs> i'm finding nothing the guy's got a master's degree and uh, like, what in uh, international business. Oh, so he's doing that from the back of the garage? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's doing, he's doing international that, yeah. business in yeah. your backyard? It looks like he's drinking all my beer, but uh, I guess, uh, <laughs> the, the trading and buying and selling of my beers. Uh, but yeah, I was I was straight edge, and then like I kind of started drinking, and then uh, Hawaii almost kind of seemed like a whole different place. Uh, you know, I was out of high school. I was in a, I was in bands. Like, uh, was, and you were you drunk. Know, I was drunk, and it yeah. just a whole new place. Yeah. You know, through these I, new I eyes. I had no idea. Yeah. That everything could be fun. Yeah. It's like in the same year that I, you know, started drinking, I also like lost my virginity. It was just uh, a whole new fucking game for me. How was that experience? Oh, it was weird. It yeah. was weird. Yeah. There was a band that had, uh, from California that had come to town. Yeah. And, uh, and they they were good. They were a really good punk band. And um, like I took them around to see, like you know, that's kind of what you do when a band comes to town. You go and show them around the island. And then uh, one of them, the female in the group, uh, showed up at my apartment the last night they were there. Yeah. And then it was just uh, I was like uh, I was like, oh okay, hey, where's everyone else? She's like, they didn't want to come. I was like, all right. Uh, yeah. And she's like, you want some booze? I was like, I, I guess so. <laughs> Uh, then like, we're just sitting around. She's being awkward. I was like, well, good night. Here's where you're going to sleep. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't know. Yeah, and then, yeah. uh, she comes in and she's like, uh, she's like, oh, the air condition's too loud. I was like, oh, oh sorry. I'd go and turn off the air conditioning. <laughs> 
good night and I go back in the room and then uh, <laughs> like she comes back in she's like I can't figure out how to turn off the radio I'm like holy shit what a fucking irritating <laughs> bastard and I come back in and I turn it off and then like um, you're I like was, is she retarded yeah I was like I was like hey if you need anything else go fuck yourself <laughs> and then uh, she's like why don't you help me yeah and then I was like well, <laughs> yeah. yeah and then like uh and then i just was just awkward and wrestling you know, and yeah. like things happened and yeah yeah it was over quickly and you're like i guess that's good yeah i was yeah. like that's what that is and then, <laughs> and then like uh she's like she asked me what time i had to get up for work in the morning i was yeah. working at a record store and i'd be like i had to open that day and she's like i was like oh like uh, eight o'clock and then she's like okay and then I, the alarm went on at six and she started it all over again oh really yeah. twice so yeah yeah that was, how'd you uh, do the second time uh better yeah, I think I did a bit better, you know, uh, from the experience of the one time um, <laughs> where you're like, "What's happening?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was weird. It was you know, you know, weird way of losing your virginity. Like it wasn't to someone I cared about or loved. Or I think that's more so the situation than not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's so much invested in it if you care about somebody. Yeah. Whereas if it's just a thing you have to get over with. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I think that's usually the way people look yeah. at it. It's like let's get this done because I'm tired of, of yeah being stigmatized. Finding out later too mm. that that was kind of her thing. She oh, deflowering, deflowering. Uh, punk kids. Yeah, just like little nerdy punk kids. Oh, thank yeah. God. Yeah, did you thank her on your record? Or anything? <laughs> uh, the last time I put out, like the first record I put out, the seven inch a few yeah. years back, um, uh, I like on the thanks list was uh, like on the last part was like, uh, and to every girl that's ever broken my fucking heart, thank you. Uh, <laughs> ah, yeah. 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 So you got your heart broken? Yeah, yeah. I've had it. I've had it broken here and there. Yeah. yeah. What was that? What was that one story that you told? That's a good story. Yeah, yeah. that's a good story. <laughs> <laughs> you, I remember. I remember. Uh, man, we, were I a, a, we were on a show. I at, turned a corner on you that night. Like I, I was actually uh, encouraging you to keep going. I remember, but do you remember even before that when? Uh, Are you going to avoid that story entirely? Is that what you're doing? Um, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if like it's like uh, <laughs> all right, all right. I, um, but I do remember the uh, one night that we were on a show at the, the original Tiger Lily on Vermont. Uh, we were on a show there. Oh God, yeah, that and, was and hard. It, yeah, and I remember. Um, do you were you do you remember that? I, I I had just like I just moved all my stuff into my car. Oh yeah, and like it was pouring rain, and I was oh soaking you're all wet. fucking miserable. And like I went straight to do stand up at that right, show. Right, right. That's right. Yeah, right. I, I remember that. Yeah, and like you, I remember. Um, like you were right after me and like you know i did i ended up doing okay because i think everyone was just uncomfortably laughing and that's sort it was such an uncomfortable space like the audience was off to the side and at the bar and it was always sparsely populated really and it was a hard room to play and you were a mess and you were you're trying to close wet you're trying to figure out whether you're going to talk about it and you did yeah it was all very raw yeah it was very because it had just happened yeah and i was talking about how you know uh I was I was taking my stuff out and uh, she was supposed to be coming home soon and it was in my head I had come up with this idea it's like you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna be like taking out the trash in the rain and it's gonna show that I'm still dedicated to this relationship and this house right and I'm and so like I kept on trying to time like when if I saw a car started to come down I would start going down the driveway with, yeah, the, right, garbage with the garbage can. <laughs> Yeah, and then she would see me and her lights would be on me and my hair is wet and yeah, she's yeah. like, you know what? He's okay. Yeah. And like I just, I had to keep on rolling the- yeah, Rolling it up and down the driveway. Yeah. That's a good moment. Yeah. And then, so I think that's what I ended up talking about. And uh, that was, that was a brutal night. I remember seeing And I remember you, you like you said, uh, and like, this is coming from like the guy in my head who was like, it's like, this guy is fucking raw, talks about shit, talks yeah. about real shit in his yeah, life. Yeah. And then you pat me on the bang and go, I want to do that. Hey, uh, what? Uh, you're like, I wouldn't even do that. <laughs> talk about it like i think that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 oh man yeah yeah but that second time i saw you when i was encouraging you to tell that uh that wonderful that was the story of when i went down to mexico 
uh, with the with the right. girl for the right, soul right. But you were yeah, like, yeah. but like I'd never seen you in the light, like of uh, like you were always funny and I always mm-hmm. liked you. But like then uh, that story was sort of like, oh, this guy's kind of hardcore. That's <laughs> good, yeah. Like, yeah. He's not a pussy like the rest of them. Yeah. He's lived a life. Yeah, I mean that that's a uh, that, that kind of goes back to that you know thing in a. Uh, it, you know, like when I mentioned smoking heroin, and yeah. like, because I'm doing these shows, these nerdist shows, which are great, you know, these live shows where it's me, Chris, and Matt. And I, you know, we do stand up before them, and you know, I I talk about stuff from my life, and right, it's so I think it's so far off from a lot of the kids that kind of connect with the podcast. And, jarring, yeah, I think it's jarring to them that I've done speed and meth, and you know, and I've like drank more than my you know share. Right. Well, I think it's and, weird. Like you know, I don't like I always I often wonder about that. Like that where the lines are drawn. You know, like yeah. where where uh, where a nerd goes bad. <laughs> you, you know, because because certainly like the '60s, uh, you know, drug culture was fueled by a lot of nerds. Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of fucking. It's about you know, expanding your mind, right? A lot of bright guys, and then it got bad. But like you know, as just young people today, I don't know. There, there seems to be a certain type of person. Like there's a class line. There's also a sort of personal responsibility line yeah. of, that one crosses or one has. Uh, you know, conditionally, no, no way out of like you know. They, I think that a lot of people consider meth kind of like a, a dirty, lower class, you know, yeah. white trash drug. And it is, yeah, of it course, makes it, it is. feel like that. Yeah, for but sure. but all drugs start out like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, heroin was originally you know meant to uh, to sort of dispose of and placate uh, the black community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And, and crack as well. That yeah. there's politics behind all that shit mm-hmm. on some level. Uh, where it's allowed to go and where the mob channels it and yeah. you know who gets it but eventually you know it all it takes is one you know rebellious trust fund kid to you know, do well, it once yeah, and- well, well like anything that becomes a part of the popular culture right it's uh hey what are the black people doing okay right. let's now do that because that's what's fucking cool right that's what's now and it right but but also like now with uh with this nerd culture thing you all i always wonder what the lines are but clearly there is a line and they are judgmental and if it's something that you know exists beyond uh you know comic books or you know obsessive focus on you know ridiculous uh, things it is it is odd though you know because like you know i do read some comic books but i don't read all comic books no i mean i'm not i'm not condescending to them but i i do know there is i guess what i'm getting at is that that despite uh the popularity in the culture there is sort of a puritanism in, involved in it there's a yeah. whiteness to it and there's also uh a, a kind of weird uh condescending and in, inexperience like, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like they'll poo-poo stuff or they'll just sort of like snarkily, you know, you know, uh, dismiss things. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it comes out of the fact that they've never done it or they're afraid to do it or that, you know, they haven't really processed what it represents. Like when someone says heroin, you know, to a room full of nerds, they're like, I don't. That's that's a yeah, far thing. away. Yeah. Really far away and really yeah. kind of like, I don't know what they picture in their head. But, you know, it, yeah. it's definitely, there is sort of a line drawn in it, that. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And that's the thing that I, I get concerned about with the, the nerd culture is that, you know, everyone assumes they, like, everyone else is like them. You know, they think it's a, and they, they you know, they are quick to call someone a hipster. Like, I get called a hipster constantly from this crowd and i i go do you see the way you're dressed you know how you think it's funny to wear that shirt right yeah i'm in a yeah. room full of uh, rugged individualists dressed roughly the same way yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> it's uh you know like i'll, I'll I, I really I'm, I'm a big fan of the song orinoco flow by enya yeah sure and um i think it's a great song sail away, sail sail away. away. Yeah, yeah 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 let me sail let me sail let the orinoco flow yeah, no, I, yeah. I like that kind of stuff. It's a great I, song. I like Brian Eno. I like ethereal things. Yeah. And, you know, they take me away sometimes. Um, I, I can't say I like that song because all of a sudden they'll say it's ironic 
that I like it and I'm doing it because it's a hipster thing to like. I said, no, like no hipster would claim. Yeah, no, one, actually, no one, you know, now would claim. Yeah, anything. yeah. <laughs> no one, if, like, no I, one actually cares about that song anymore. No, you know? but it's and, I, I put it on. I put it on mixes quite often, and yeah. I am waiting for. I need some hardcore band to fucking cover that song because it would be brutal. Mm-hmm. It would be awesome. But when did you start doing comedy? When did that play into this whole fucking mess? Well, I always, I always wanted to do it. I was yeah. obsessed with comedy. You know, I was obsessed with Comedy Central. I was, I was, you know, watching Mystery Science Theater, watching stand up, stand up, yeah, watch Short Attention Span Theater. Yeah, I remember Thank that show. you. Yeah, uh, my version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah both versions. Mm-hmm. Um, there were I, like five versions. <laughs> was it really five? Yeah. Oh, no, man. there was like what was it? There was uh, John Stewart, John yeah. Stewart, and Patty Rossborough. Then there was the uh, there was the Joe Bolster period. Yeah, there was also the Marcus Allen period. That's right. Oh my uh, god, there was uh, big hair Mark Marin. Yeah, big hair Mark Marin. <laughs> I, that was like I refused to. Like they wanted to cut my hair over and over. No man, yeah. I like I barely wanted to do that job. I'm yeah. Like I'm not this kind of comic, but I'm also broke. So like you're not cutting yeah. my hair, man. See, that, mm-hmm. I you stood up for it. You stood up. How old were you when you did that? Was it like 92? So I was like 29, 28. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I learned how to read prompter, and I you know fought for a writer, and I got a writer. I think I still had the first four episodes of that on a videotape before you know I I screamed at them I'm like because they just wanted me to be a VJ like here's a the guy who was writing it was like I I just remember one line here's a pithy python here's a pithy pear from python oh god alliterative throws to clips and I'm like I can't be this guy yeah we got to get a writer yeah and they brought John Groff in who saved my ass oh man yeah it's hard when you're doing the hosting stuff or it's so easy to go like you know burpa derpa 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 yeah 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 uh, That's exactly what it was, yeah, and I exactly. just couldn't. I was not going to play along oh, with that. Man. But I, yeah, you know, I watched all those shows. Mm-hmm. I watched all those shows, and I was obsessed with doing stand up or doing comedy. I thought I was going to be more of a uh, uh, sketch guy. I thought you know because I was a big fat kid growing up. I was like three hundred pounds when I was fifteen. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'll be like a Chris Farley. Yeah, I was huge, man. Huge. Oh my god, dude, that's a whole other series of things. So I that, looked like a big fucking that punk baby. rock girl. Yeah, you know, fucked you that being that. That's fat? right when I lost weight. That's right when I lost weight. When she fucked me. So you're like just obese guy. I wasn't obese because I was tall. I'm, I'm a tall guy, six four, but I was just big. I was huge, and I was yeah. I was so you're like crazy fat. Brother Jonah, brother Jonah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind Kanak attack. Eat too much, fall asleep. <laughs> so you got that thing, huh? You yeah, got, I got you, that thing. You got fat chasing you. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. You know, I've never known you to be fat. No, no, no. Some people think I'm like I, I hurt people's feelings. Uh, you know, when I talk about fat and and uh, like I'm afraid of it, and that's really my excuse. Like yeah. I'm, I'm terrified of fat on yeah. all levels. But I understand that some people are fat and they're okay with it or they're not. But they're not worse people for it. They're no, no, not at all. I mean, the rest I, I'd, I'd like to be fit. You know, uh, well, I'd you like... did the, the, the you turned me onto that that four hour body. Thing. Yeah, I'm having a hard time getting back on it. I, well, you know what the the craving for sugar becomes so intense i don't like the fact that you can't have fruit fruit's great yeah i know but like you, you know, i i think it's a good diet because you can keep eating but you still crave something even you know you can sit and eat like you know four cans of beans and an entire side of beef <laughs> yeah but there's still party that's like oh, i need like and it's sugar yeah, yeah it's sugar it's uh you know even like bread became like i would i saw a piece of bread and I salivated while on that diet. And yeah. that's, you know, I have a hard time too. Because I've never been in shape. So getting yeah. into shape for the first time is, you know, it's a problem. And also I like drinking and-, and Why don't you hire a trainer guy? Yeah, I think about that. I'm afraid I was just, I would- Why don't I'm, you tell Chris to train you? Chris to train me? Yeah, tell, mm-hmm. why don't you go work out with Chris and see what's really going on with that guy? He's into he's into boxing. He likes boxing. That's his new thing? No, no, he's that's like when he, you're, some ghost just opened up your door, man. It's nice. 
Yeah, that's what happens when it's time to end the interview. Oh, really? No, no. Okay. <laughs> well, I have a ghost. Oh, yeah. like, uh, hey, yeah. you know, this is going on. Right this way. <laughs> Mark's really busy. You got to get out of here. So why don't you get into boxing? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't like the idea of punching a lot. You know? Yeah, I know. I tried it uh, briefly with a guy I was working out with, and it was okay. But you just got to be in the groove. Like there were periods in my life where I'd be like at a hotel. I'm like, got to get it in. Now yeah. I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm gonna be that guy in that hotel room. There's not a chance. Yeah, I'm not. It's, and plus, you know, I, I, I like, I like, I like drinking, and it makes it harder to get up in the morning to yeah. like go to the gym. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I have I have the job at the soup, and and then like you know having the day job, and then trying to run to a, do a show. Yeah. Uh, after that, and then you know having time to eat dinner. Right. Or hang out with your girlfriend. Uh, it just it, all of a sudden the day's done. So is this is this the 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 first real girlfriend after the heartbreak where you were wet? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah, waited a bit and then uh, randomly we ran into each other at a uh, at a Channel One One screening. She was kind of part of that community, Channel One One. Yeah, the Harmon and, thing. Yeah, the Harmon Rob Schraub thing. Yeah, uh, and uh, and yeah, she uh, she made fun of me. For like, t- I was talking about my Tumblr mm-hmm. to somebody, and she's like, "Are you talking about Tumblr? What the fuck is wrong with you?" And then I was like, "Oh!" And then she's like, uh, "She said I have a Tumblr too." Uh, I was like, "What is it?" She's called it's called a dick a day. I, I draw a dick every day, and then she drew me a dick on the back of a Channel One One ballot, yeah. and then signed it. It was in crayon, and then ha- handed it over to me, and then walked away. And I was like, "Who the <laughs> fuck is this yeah. wonderful woman? <laughs> I've got yeah. her dick picture." Yeah, exactly. And well, that's um, a sweet beginning. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, I. I, I I had no idea, you know, I had no idea that it, a relationship or anything like that could be so awesome. I just love, I like, you know. I'm, That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm in a good one, too. Yeah, now. yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah, your girl's great. Yeah. Yeah, Jessica's awesome. Cookie. Uh, cookie. Yeah, so is mine, you know. Yeah, sometimes, uh, sometimes you know, like, uh, you know, I have to tell Deanna, like, no, no, not everybody hates you. Yeah, you not know? everybody hates uh, Exactly. Yes, yeah. you are pretty. And yeah, you're you're very talented. <laughs> yeah. And, it's funny uh, when you're in a relationship and you're just like, uh, you're like, wow, there are a lot of cliches to, but I do find that, her to be that, very talented. But that's true. That's the thing I never knew in all my other relationships that, you know, that you can fight these things you know, like we're not going to be that person. Yeah. You know, we're. I'm not going to. You know, I'm not. Don't ask me if you're fat every day. You know, like they, <laughs> they're, they're, they're. You know, they're just stuff. Like, uh, well, you can't fight it after a certain point. It's just the way it is. It's just the way. Yeah. It is. They cost yeah. money, and you're not going to win. <laughs> but you know what? I had no idea that I would be the guy in a relationship where I wake up in the morning and I look over to the other side of the bed, and I just. And they don't see me, but I'm fucking smiling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, you're just sort of like, oh, there she is. Yeah, hey, it's still, she yeah. didn't leave in the night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. I, that's definitely happening, where you're like, it, it, there's never any of that kind of like, oh, what am I doing with this person, and yeah. why are we laying here? Like, I, I feel completely connected, and yeah. I'm very happy to see her all the time. And when you fight, and that's another thing that happens, like, you know, when I was fighting with another girlfriend, uh, like, I was always just like, well, this is it. This is where it all crumbles down and ends, and then it would, you know, right itself, kind of. Uh, and then like with D and I, if we ever get into like an argument, like I don't feel like I'm just like, you know, this is going to blow over. I don't feel like this is the end of the world and the relationship. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm still not quite there yet, but like I found yeah. that when you're that guy where it's like, I guess it's over. Fuck it. Yeah. I'm done with this shit. The more you say that it, it has a hypnotic effect and it will manifest itself. Yeah. 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 For sure. <laughs> because what I found about people who love you is that if you keep telling them that they don't love you or that it's going to end. Eventually, they're like, "Yeah, maybe he's right." Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna get out of it. Yeah, there. it's 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 tough. It's tough to let somebody, and like as cheesy as it sounds, it is tough to let somebody love you, because uh, oh you know, yeah, just the fact that you know, 
guys like us and the, the in comedy into that that talk a lot we have to kind of hate ourselves to find things to talk about yeah, but, you, to, but you can't even say that like it's like it's not we don't have to we do we do like, we know, just like, do yeah i hate people that characterize that like do you find that you have to really perpetuate your misery in order to be funny i'm like i wish i was doing it on purpose i yeah, wish yeah. that i could just sort of like i'm not gonna be miserable today yeah. and uh, i'm gonna take a day off from my creative process <laughs> but to, to to maybe try and take ownership of it and say that we do do that uh i think takes away some of the power of feeling miserable you know, sometimes I just think to myself, I'm like, oh, maybe I'm just tricking myself. Maybe I'm just, maybe I don't feel like shit all the time. Well, I, no, I, fucking, I hate myself so much, so much of the time. But it, it is, uh, you know, unfortunately, and it's also like one of the reasons I, I have a, a, a problem with um, kind of like intentionally positive people. It's just that like, it, it, the sad thing is I, after a certain point, it is a choice. I mean, either, you know, you behave differently publicly and you choose against, you know, self-hatred and, and self-pity, you know, that is a choice you can make. Yeah. Uh, but you have to be diligent about it. And also you have to repress yourself. Yeah, I... Uh, I but I, that's cognitive therapy. I, I mean, do I do know people, like, I've known, like, you know, uh, just from a lot of the jobs I've had, I've, like, worked with, like, actor type of guys that just are so positive. And positive people... Although I, you know, I enjoy them. Sometimes I get scared of them. I'm, I'm really when very nice, very positive people. I'm more weary about than any other type of person because it doesn't seem real to me. You know, there was this guy, this actor kid I knew while I was working at the uh, ArcLight Theater. Yeah, and he was just everything was like, you know, it's like, oh hey, every, he was nice, he was positive, he never said a bad thing about anybody, and that made me more weary of him than anyone else that would fucking go, oh fuck that guy. You know, sure. Well, I think there's, I, it's sort of almost like a. Um... I don't know what I, I it's almost like a corporatized disposition that, you know, you, your agenda in life is to appear like somebody who can function in the machine that, you, you know what I mean? It's sort of like, hey, man, I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I have to fucking train myself to say that. Like, I think a lot of people that that positivity comes from. Uh, like they're they're like some people are really against negativity, but as I get older and less negative, I'm like, well, I kind of understand that. I don't really have time for for a lot of negativity from other people. But also, the other thing is that you have to realize it's like it's not easy for anybody, and and it's and it is a struggle. So either you're going to choose to repress your struggle and present this other thing, yeah, or you're going to be nuanced. Like I'm very happy when positive people lose their shit. <laughs> like that, that to me is like it's even if i have nothing to do with it that's like some sort of gift you, you know that yeah what's the matter with the happy guy yeah fuck you it didn't work out i liked i liked people not saying hi to me every time i walked by I like people who try all these different things like the landmark forum or you know all these different <laughs> like things to like sort of rejigger their their disposition and it just doesn't pan out you yeah know? Those guys are real warriors. I, I have time, you know. There's days where I'm like, it's like maybe I should uh, go to therapy. Maybe I should uh, take antidepressants. Just and then I, I try to remind myself. I was like, you know what? In a couple days, for some reason, just like for uh, for no reason, just like for no reason, I'm feeling this way. I'm gonna feel really good and positive about right. something. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna ride those waves because I'd I'd rather them happen like that than. No, I agree with you. you. Know. Yeah, I'm in the, I'm the same way, and maybe that's why we uh, get along. But yeah. like, there's there's, but then there gets as as you get older, you realize like, well, there's this one thing. That keeps happening in my brain. Yeah, that you, you know is not great. 
You know, how do I fucking tweak that that knob? Yeah, well, it, I I feel that like you know I have such weird vanity issues, and for a guy that like you know like I'm just I I'm constantly obsessing over my the way I look. Yet I you know I, I don't go to the gym as much, as, and I eat you know so that perpetuates and I drink beer, and it like uh, I yeah I call it, like this weird like I have a uh, like this weird uh, cycle of vanity where you know I'll be like you know what I should really I should really like get my shit together i should stop drinking as much beer i should maybe just switch to vodka drinks or i should just stop drinking altogether i gotta lose weight i gotta you know you know i gotta shave more i gotta brush my teeth more and then i'll want to drink and then like i'll drink a beer and i'll be like I'll, and then all of a sudden i'll start going you know what who cares about what people look like vanity is all bullshit it's all about just like who you want to be and who you are in your personality and then i wake up the next day i'm like i shouldn't have had those 18 beers and cheeseburgers <laughs> God, I really so, got to get my so shit together. After really... beer one, it's like, I'm being true to myself, man. I don't need to fucking be so hard on myself. Yeah, I, go, I like this now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and that's the, that's the, I think that's worse than, you know. Well, that, yeah. Just, yeah, there's definitely that cycle. I'm in it too, where it's sort of like, like I literally every day picture myself at the gym. Like, like I, I've been that guy before where I, I compulsively have to get going. Yeah. I had compulsively go to the gym every, every two days, right? Every other day yeah, I'm doing yoga. I've been that guy, like, you know, once a week yoga, run twice a week, do my workout. And now it's like, it's gotten so far away from me, but every day I'm like, I'm going to, it's going to happen. I picture myself at the treadmill. Yeah. I picture myself stretching, yeah. but every time <laughs> you don't do that, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So you set up this thing. Where you, you you're constantly judging yourself against this guy you yeah. should be, yeah, and and then you're that's well that's the knob I'm talking about. I yeah. don't think that's very good. No, no. I mean, I I have this weird thing in my head that I, that's the one thing I got to get rid of that I think would help me get to the gym more. As I think about the whole process of getting to the gym, working out, coming home, taking a shower, and then you know starting the day. Um, to me, that process that those steps takes about. 40 hours yeah that's what i like in my head i'm like i don't have time for this i have to be somewhere in three hours right three hours yeah you could do it an hour and a half yeah yeah i know that's the weird thing about it. it's like it's really only you know at the most if you do a full workout and run it's like an hour and a half of your life yeah exactly yeah but like but, but yeah at the yeah. beginning it's like there's no way that, that i can fit that in <laughs> listen to us yeah, a couple I, hens in the hen house I, huh? I, <laughs> Uh, like the, the last live uh, WTF, we talked about pants. We talked about jeans. I know. <laughs> it's oh, rare. I don't really talk to too many other guys about working out diets and pants as much as I do with you. Should we go to the gym now? Yeah. <laughs> we should have just done this on do, rowing did machines. You bring, did you bring your shit? Yeah, yeah. yeah of course. It's always in there ready to go from when I don't use it. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Uh, I actually could go. I have the whole day now. What am I going to end up doing? Yeah, see, I don't. I have to go to work. You, you have know? to go do a podcast? I, no, I got to go back to the soup. You know, because I'm the guy, I'm like, you know, when all my friends started going on the road, I just decided to, you know, write on shows. Well, is that, is that hurting your comedy? I sometimes think it does. Uh, you know, I know, I don't know. I don't have really anyone to compare myself to because I, when I started, I didn't, I didn't get into any kind of particular crew. You know, you always hear these guys talking about who they come up with. Yeah. And I don't, I like the guys I came up with aren't necessarily standups. Like I came up with, uh, you know, Neil Mahoney, who's like a director, editor, producer, writer guy. You know, yeah. I came up with Cash Hartzell, who's this like really good, you know, uh, producer guy. And, and uh, or, uh, it's just, these are the guys, like Jason Ruiz, who's this like animator, yeah, came Peter up with Atencio, like, um, who's a director, you know? There are some people who came up with, Kinane and those guys. No, no, no man. Like Kinane, like they'll say they all came up in Chicago. You know, maybe like, it's like if I was to really try and pinpoint it would be like when I start first start going to open mics in 2002 
And like, I guess you could say my crew at that time was uh, me, Dan Mintz, uh, BJ Novak, right. uh, Morgan Murphy, yeah. Jared Grody. Right. Uh, you know, and, and Nick Youssef was there, but like, you know, he was kind of more of a comedy store guy and we yeah. were just all doing that. We were all doing the coffee shops. Right. And then the, what became comedy death ray and bang bang had started. And we all kind of became part of that crew. Right. But I was always, I always felt like the little kid catching up, you know, I was right. like, Hey, what about me guys? I, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm I was on, everyone else was 21 and I was like trying to, I was stressing out about how to get into the bar everyone was hanging out at. You're too young still? I was 20 when how I was you now? I'm 29. I turned 30 in August. Oh God. All right. Yeah. So the new record is called what? Hello, Mr. Magic Plane Person. Hello. Okay. It's a, it's a it's line. It's on vinyl? It's on 10 inch uh, white vinyl. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's also available on iTunes and Amazon. So you can get it on the internet. You can get it on the internet. But if you uh, buy it from the AST store- where you could also pick up the first 100 episodes yeah. of WTF. Yeah. Uh, if you get it from there, you can buy the vinyl, and it comes with a drop card that you can get the MP3s. So you get like a nice piece of a uh, sweet 10-inch vinyl. Yeah. Uh, then you also get the MP3s, so that, you can actually listen to it. Is it that thick-grade vinyl? The... It feels like it. It yeah. feels like 180-gram vinyl, yeah. and we're, we're hoping that's just because it's on white. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That 180-gram vinyl is wild. I, oh, got that, I got a couple of discs in it. Weighty. It's yeah, nice. but that was before my time. By the time I was listening to records in the 70s a lot, there was already shitty vinyl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that 180-gram thing is really like first vinyl shit. That's like you know the jazz yeah. age, right? Yeah, I, well, I mean, like a jazz age was like glass, <laughs> glass 78s, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like right after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, and uh, I noticed uh, 180 grams coming back because uh, I'm working at record stores for like most of the last decade. Um, oh, you worked at Amoeba, right? I worked at Amoeba for a bit. Didn't I got I fired br- from there. <laughs> Didn't I bring my CDs in there once to 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 uh, put them in the racks? My like because like I was on stand up records and I couldn't get in the store. Oh, I think so. And I think I brought in. You were working there, and I'm like, yeah. can we put these in? You know, and you're like, well, you can commission them or whatever. I remember selling CDs to you. Yeah. No, I never. I never uh, bought CDs. I was the guy at the checkout counter. Right. I probably you were there. gave you uh, one of the many discounts i gave out then to get yeah I got maybe fired. that was it I, I i got i got i got fired pretty quickly for giving out discounts then. really yeah mm. but i thought when they called me into the office i thought it was because they found out i had been like getting wasted and uh during my lunch break nah yeah that wasn't it, it was yeah by actually it was for stealing yeah <laughs> helping out friends and you worked way. at landmark cinemas you were one of the guys no, i worked at arclight cinemas arclight you were one of the guys that came out and said hey how's everybody doing yeah yeah did you do any bits no, I because I I remember the first time I saw I went to that theater and I saw someone trying to do bits. I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy? Fuck you! This is fucking <laughs> a oh, movie. Like, yeah, this a is movie. A, get the fuck out of the way, idiot!" So you were just you didn't I, do that. No, no, I like I would just I would do it I, as bare. I like I was like, "What do you have to go through a little training period before you do that?" And I was like, "What are the what's the bare minimum I can say?" And I basically just I was like, "It's like." You're an arc light. You're about to see this. This is the running time. If you need anything, I'm over here. Please start the movie. Thanks a lot. And well, I, people liked it. People yeah. liked the fact. Until Thanks, the one day I did bits yeah. was because I was so fucking overworked. I was, uh, it was uh, episode three of Star Wars yeah. had come out. And we were just fucking overworked. It was just the worst fucking weekend of my life. Yeah. We had run out of food because of all I, these fat fucking nerds. <laughs> just like I, there was like a guy that I got upset. Uh, like he had bought three hot dogs. Yeah. Because he couldn't buy five. Yeah. That's like you know it just it was the worst. It was the worst. And like just everyone was stressed. <laughs> yeah. And then I had to go in front of the dome, which is the huge yeah, you know, yeah, theater. Yeah. I had to go in front of the dome and to start the show, and I was just pissed off. Yeah. So pissed off, I was like about to leave. Yeah. And then I get on the mic and I'm like, all right, everybody. This is it. This is this is the last one. What are you gonna do now? What's gonna happen after this? You gonna what? You have nothing now. You have nothing. Maybe some cartoons, and this is the one. This is the last one. This is how you find out how Captain Picard becomes Dark Vader. Yeah. And then I, and I was like, No! It's, it's the 
Ned, no, it's Darth Vader, Captain Picard's that. They all turned into that Brian Posehn character. Really? Uh, like, they were like, no. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> did people come up and give you shit, or did you get you know, in I, I'm like, I, I go off to the side, and I like one of the managers is there, and like uh, he was fucking, you know, he was tired too, and like I was like, oh fuck, he's gonna fire me. And he put he pats me on the back. He's uh, he's like, I'd fire you if I didn't agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jonah, man, thanks for hanging out. Thank you. That's it. That's our show. How about a little of this? <coughs> oh no! <coughs> Pow! That went down the wrong pipe. I didn't shit my pants. I almost threw up. Oh, no. <laughs> JustCoffee.com, available at WTFPod.com. That is our show. I love Jonah Ray. Hope you enjoyed that. I have to get up early. I've, I have lines to learn right now. And uh, by the way, my father is now being played by Judd Hirsch. I have, I have scenes with Judd Hirsch tomorrow. Go to WTFPod for all your WTFPod.com for all your WTFPod needs. Get on the mailing list. Kick in a few shekels. Buy the new merch. Some new posters. Uh, leave some comments. Get the app. There's a, oh, just check my schedule. Nothing on it. Not 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 for the next few weeks. But I love you all, and I don't mean that in a condescending way. I'm sorry if I feel a little guarded. There's a lot of emotions going on. I'm tired and I'm busy. I miss my cat. Yeah. Okay. I'll talk to you Thursday.